Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from March of 28, 1992. If you're listening on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the little thumbs up gimmick. Help us continue to grow the YouTube channel. And before I throw it to the two gentlemen with me this week, big time shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassy, Mike Childry, Joe Weiss, and good old Justin for your generous support on Patreon each and every month and basically being the sponsors of this show. We have a returning co-host today. Doc, welcome back. Even though if they're patrons, they may have already heard you on the NFL Prediction Show. How are you, man? It's great to have you back and back in the saddle again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to fucking say that. <laughs> back in the saddle I, I was, again. I, you, I figured that that would be Harper and you would sing Eminem, Look Who's Back. No. Nah. And I would come in and sing Eric Bischoff's song. What's that? I'm back. Oh, it's yeah. Better than ever. It's good to be back. It is It is good to be back. I'll say a little bit more about that in a minute. Um, I've heard, you know, I've, I've let Crockett try to kill this show. He came in and he got CM Punk fired. <laughs> he He's the reason that LSU lost their opener. Uh, so I decided it was time to uh, come out of uh, summer summertime hiatus and uh, kick Crockett to the curb. It was horrible. It was it, it was like the fake diesel and the fake razor. <laughs> hey, can we be serious I'm, for a second I'm, about I'm one sure thing? No, this happened several weeks ago, but the way, unfortunately, his death fell, we never really got to talk about it on the main show. We we I did something with Lance on the world class show. We never got to talk about it on the main show. R.I.P. Terry Funk. Like it just fell like the next day after we recorded, and then there's a lot going on, and we never really got to talk about Terry Funk, one of the greatest of all time. His '89 run in WCW is phenomenal. When he comes in and he's chiseled and looks great, and he's forty four years old or so at the time. And he has these phenomenal matches with flair and cuts these fantastic promos. We never, we never got to talk heard, about RIP Terry. Mike, I heard, I heard road dog do a, he kind of eulogized um, Terry. And he said, well, there was this time in smoky mountain where he was coming in and he called me and all my brothers, a bunch of bastards and called my mother a whore. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. 
You know what's crazy? They and want goes, him canceled nowadays for that. Yeah, he goes. He goes. He called my whole family a bunch of names, and it was tremendous. <laughs> yeah, he went off on the Armstrongs. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, I got a bigger question than Terry Funk dying. Harper, how is no? You been, there's you been no such there thing. Ass? Come on. So we're just gonna gloss over Terry Funk. Come on, Doc. Well, what, to hear you, about you, you don't have to be a return. I need to. Talk about you. What do you talk about? No, talk about Terry Funk, Doc. Well, I mean, tell me a guy who has done as much, many different things, and they were all badass. Like, how many different phases of his career did he have? And like, all of them were good. Yeah. He was the one old guy, or or the first old guy. That with ECW was like, ah, oh, throw all the rules out. I just do it, kids. <laughs> like he was the old guy of the. He was, the, you know what I mean? How yeah. old he gets was he? A when pass he first... for doing so, he gets a pass for doing some crazy shit up in that bingo hall from all the old timers who hate other things. Yeah, come on. No, Doc's got a point. If you're gonna be real, it, but I'm saying, I yeah, mean, I don't have a problem with it either. I mean, I love current wrestling whenever it comes out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On a serious note, RIP Terry Funk. Lance and I spent a lot of time talking about him on one of the last world class casts. If you want to listen to it, they're on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Speaking of patrons, Dave H., new patron. Thank you for signing up, becoming a patron. Enjoy all those patron exclusive shows. God, there's 400 plus now. WCW pay per view, uh, Clash of the Champions. All of it's there. The W, the world class shows, NWA power shows, ECW shows, all available on Patreon. Harper and I did an hour on the whole CM Punk Punk fiasco. Uh, that's what I'll call it. The other night, that's on Patreon now as well. Tinyurl.com/slash/PatreonBTT and the annual NFL prediction show, which mm. I'm not giving out spoilers, but Doc and Half Pint were insufferable <laughs> on Patreon on that show. Has that come out yet? I dropped uh, Sunday night the third. Man, I got to tell you that that one pick I made in the NFC, and it's not the one, it's not the Cowboys, but that one pick I made, I really kind of want that one back. You have to tune in. You have to become a patron to find out who, but. There you go. (laughs) Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Okay. um, You were about to ask Harper how he's doing. So go ahead. Yeah, Harper, how you been, buddy? I haven't talked to you in a while. I'm doing great. I've been yeah, I heard you've been out, well, I heard you've been out there buying expired beers. Oh, yeah, dude. They're fucking good. And well, see, the thing is, you, you got to look this shit up before you buy it. Okay. And it stays good uh, six to nine months past the date. But if it's refrigerated, they said it can last up to freaking two years. See, okay, so I get this text from Mike, and he's like, Fucking Harper's out here drinking diseased beers and shit. And I'm like, that all sounds right. Beer's beer's not gonna go bad on you like you think it will. Right. Yeah, Mike. I mean, the shit's been Beachwood aged to begin with. That's a selling point. <laughs> yeah. He's uh once again lying and mischaracterizing what I told him, but that's what he does. He lies. Hey, I'm just saying that if you can get a twenty four pack of beer for eleven bucks. And, and it's it's, it's, and it's a tall boys. Yeah. I'm saying that if it's three months over the expired date, you'd be a fool not to partake. Thank you. 
Yeah. And just so you know, this is not what he was saying when I told him this. Hopper. That's not He's... true. I said beer ain't going to go bad like that. Okay, See? what did you say about the expired cereal then? Well, that's a little different. That's gross. <laughs> okay. Uh, and what did you, you... Gonna... Are you going to have some blueberry in November? <laughs> yeah. Hopper. <laughs> I, Probably I, I hate... by this time next year. I hate I to still be having that shit. Right. I hate I hate to rehash this. Can you tell them about the hot dogs you were talking about last week or week before, whenever it was? Remember, Doc, remember those hot dogs with the, had the chili or the fake ass cheese? Oh, the there is no more American product than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bought a pack and uh, Tiffany made me throw it, throw it out. So did you try it before she made no, you throw it out? Nah, I just chunked it. It was one of those things where I bought it. I'm like, why the fuck did I? What the fuck? Yeah. It had the fucking cheese in the middle. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, remember Steakums? Yeah. What was, oh, those were those little sandwiches, right? That you would yeah. put like in a microwave. What about Sizzling? Y'all remember Sizzling? That yeah. fucking fake bacon shit? Yeah. That shit was yeah. nasty. My mom used to buy that when it yeah. first. I mean, I'm talking about 40 years ago. Move over, bacon. It's sizzling. <laughs> Let's just say it didn't have staying power. Hey, man, what it, what it ought to make you ask is why did they let this shit in our food supply? Because the manufacturers write big checks. There you go. But the point is, is there's so much preservatives in all of this shit we eat that the expiration dates are only good for like dairy and shit. Right, right. If you're buying meat, you're buying something like that, you know, like a pack of steaks and ground meat or milk or something. That's different. But that fucking, that, that, that cereal can last forever. If you knew what was in the shit to begin with, you wouldn't eat it. But since hey, you don't, it'll be good forever. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah. Just lie to me. Just lie to me. <laughs> it's part of a balanced breakfast, you asshole. It sure is. <laughs> balance the balance these nuts on your chin. <laughs> Back in the saddle again. Yeah, baby. yeah, yeah. You know? So um, I guess I should tell everybody as little as I can about where I've been for the past however long this has been. Seems like forever. So, Mike, the last time you and I were really kicking it, we kicked it pretty hard that Friday afternoon where we created all that wonderful patron content, right? We did four shows, which means we recorded, if you added those shows all up, probably about four and a half hours. God damn. And, yeah, we, and we had steaks, and we were drinking booze and beer, and Mike was calling people back home. He called some brother back home and was playing Led Zeppelin at top volume over the phone to him. We called Lance. Oh. I talked to Lance for the first time. We were having a great time. I mean, I told... Mrs. Doc, that it was the greatest day in our podcast, but the only one thing was missing, and it was the Harper wasn't here. But other than that, it we had so much fun. And by the end, when I was like really hitting my stride, we reviewed a match, and I don't remember watching it. <laughs> and I can only imagine how slurred all of. I was like, I was getting mad at Mike because he didn't like the match, and he's a dick. So anyway. We have this super time. We're like, man, we're we should be podcast stars. I love you, man. Kind of drunk. Just it was it was a magical day. 
None of my electric eels stung Mike on the way in over the moat. And uh, my security guard was nice to him this time on the way in. Oh. But then, no, but life has a way of happening. So a couple of things. I'm going to make a little short little PSA here. And Harper, you need to listen up. Harper, you're 45 now, aren't you? I'm 46. Okay, so have you scheduled your first colonoscopy? No. It's time. Yeah. So so I did the little poop in a in a cup thing. Was that commercial they have po- Cola Guard? Yeah. Well, you just I did like that. mail your shit in. Yeah, so here's the thing. I was supposed to do it a year ago, but I couldn't bring myself to shit in a cup. <laughs> so I just never did it. And Get so your like, shit in. Yeah, you, you should you should really do that. And I'm like, okay, well send me another one and I'll do it. And it comes back and they're like, Well, your Uh-oh. shit's positive. And I'm like, uh-oh. So while I'm waiting for the American health system to get me in for a colonoscopy, we get the whole, uh, how, would you, how do I want to position this? I'll say workplace instability. How about that? Yeah. Job uncertainty. And everything's fine now. The moral of the story is I'm good. But then you start looking at these things and the additive nature of, well, if I have death from the inside and I don't have any insurance, what's going to happen? So I got a colonoscopy and they found some things up in my guts or whatever it is. Turns out they were non-cancerous, though. But uh, that's where I've been. For, and, and so then all I got to say is here, here's my, my doc PSA for you all. Get your colonoscopy because you we can't lose any more listeners. Um, and then I would suggest uh, everybody here but Mullet of Morton because I mean you don't really need a, a resume to drive a forklift. But everybody, you know, these are uncertain times. Just update your resume in case you need it. You know, that's a good advice. If it's been a while, take a look at it. Get your skills on there. Um, and then. On top of all this, while this has all been happening, my life's like falling apart. It's been 125 degrees. Right, Mike? It's ridiculous. It's been it's been the worst summer of all time. Like I actually legitimately have a slab leak in my foundation right now that they're coming tomorrow to look at because every piece of everything on my property is moving around because you can't put enough water on it. You just can't. Then I have uh, Harper. How many children do I have? Yeah, two, huh? I have two. That's right. Good job. Um, guess how many soccer leagues they're in right now? Oh my god! Combined. No, combined. No, I would. I would say. Uh, let's see. Four to five. Five leagues. Damn. With the potential for a sixth. Jesus. Yeah, to help him pick up games. Um, little Latrell upped his game this summer and picked up a new team. We were driving 10 minutes to practice twice a week. We now drive 35 minutes each way three times a week. Jesus Christ. So, so, th- so- every, everything sometimes, and here's my last bit of the PSA. So get your, get your resume updated. Get your colonoscopy scheduled if it's time. 
And then the other thing is Mike and I legitimately, I mean, we're going to, we come on here and bicker, but Mike and I had a hell of a day. We were like, we did everything, but make out. We had so much fun. You got to learn as you get older to appreciate those times. Cause then like three days later, everything was turned to shit and crazy. That's all I'm going to say is enjoy, enjoy the downtime. That's it. Mike, don't you agree? Yeah. Now that everybody's like, oh man, we've been tough on doc. Let me tell y'all sons of bitches something. That's all over. I'm good. Everything's worked out for the best, and football season is starting. My Cowboys are going 17-0. All your teams are going to suck this year. I hope everybody on your football team gets hurt. That's and nice. we're, going, we're going the whole way. Back to you, Mike. <laughs> I was on mute, dying over here. Okay. So what time do you, you have to start – the soccer practice like is it as soon as they get home it's like go 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 from, from so from he he the boys started junior high this year because it's a year early based on whatever he's in the school district and the way they do it he gets home at 4 40 from school and we leave the house at 10 after five god damn dude and i got home five minutes before i call y'all called me And then you got to drive 30-something miles away as soon as he – Yeah. So as soon as he walks in from, the, from school, he, he probably takes a shit. He eats a fucking a Pop-Tart or something. Then he just changes to his clothes and go, 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 soccer, soccer. Yes. That's – you're a helicopter parent. That's not what that – whatever you think that means, I don't think is correct. <laughs> now, the other thing is – and Mike, you'll love this because I haven't even had a chance to tell you this. So this will have already come out. This will already have happened. But Mike, could you tell the listeners what when the Cowboys play their season opener this weekend? I don't know. You uh, know? They're not on primetime. What is it, 12 or 3 yeah. on Sunday? No, no, no. We're on primetime. Oh, it is? Okay. I, well, how would game? I know? I'm, I mean, no, no, I don't no. look We're at y'all's schedule. Out. We're waiting all day for – Waiting all day for Sunday night. Right? Oh, it's a Sunday night game? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a thought... What time does that game usually kick off? With seven, right? Seven thirty. Yeah. Seven fifteen or seven twenty. My daughter, my like daughter has her first game of her second league at seven o'clock on Sunday night. That's Thoughts and prayers. Stupid. I was like, is this a rib? Yeah. This it is, is a rib. It's a rib. Rib. Everything's a rib is what I've learned this summer. Uh, everything. Everything's a rib. Everything's so, a rib. long story short is that I had to take some time to go get some shit in order. I do appreciate Crockett stepping in on short notice and filling in these considerable, considerable shoes of mine. I, I apologize to the listeners for the irreparable damage he did to our show and its reputation by not being me, but there's nothing we could do about that. Mike wasn't sure that Harper would talk enough to fill in the gap and be a two-man booth, but we've learned tonight that if you get Harper drunk and talk about CM Punk, it'll be fine. I was wondering what was going on. He sure was talking a lot on the CM Punk episode. He wouldn't shut up. He was getting his shit in. I was like, man, if if Harper did this more often, we could, you know. He, he he and I could do shows together like it's nothing. <laughs> he, well, I mean, he would. 
Go ahead. Now I don't have to worry about missing AEW ever again. Wow. I got nothing to say. I've I've said Come my on. piece about No. It, I mean if you want to say something about that promotion, feel free. I, I've got no no further comment at this time, Your Honor. They're not serious about wrestling. I, I don't You know, your statement right there is making me fear for my safety. Well uh, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I would love to get you to a safe stage, a safe space backstage somewhere where you can clean out your pussy. Whoa. Maybe see I'm going to turn into a a white walker. Let's go. All right. uh, Doc, boy, I didn't expect you to go that long. We do have some five-star reviews. I'm pulling them up right now. Let's hear them. I love to hear those. Those are always fun. All right. So the first one comes from Bark Dog 420. He says, Oh, that means means he likes to bark like a dog and then smoke weed. Need more stuff. Five star review says, Need more stars to give a proper review. 10 stars for always entertaining and making an old school wrestling fan laugh. Keep on with the awesome reviews and the random non wrestling talk that makes BTT BTT. Keep on cranking out great shows. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, BarkDog420. We appreciate that. Another one from a bad name pro. Bad name pro says they have a great balance of wrestling analysis and talking about stupid nonsense that resonates with a fan like me. Booking the territory talks wrestling the way we did before the internet. The BTT guys remind me of family. Like listening to me and my brother talk wrestling. And if you've never had a wrestling argument without a keyboard, it's hard to articulate how awesome that is. There's a lot of truth to that, boy. Boy, there is a lot of wisdom in that. Those, I mean, I wonder if he went and got somebody smart to type that up for him. Come on. Come on. See, now you want to be funny. But this is true. So many people on keyboards nowadays. Anyway. Everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, including us. We have plenty of them. What are we saying? Yeah, but we bought equipment so that it would sound good. Can we talk about some wrestling now? I Hey, what happened, man? I watched this episode, and it seems like a lot's changed. All right. So on that note, we'll finally get into Saturday night. This is WCW Saturday Night on TBS from March of 28, 1992. Uh, this taping is the second half of the taping that took place March 18th. 1992 at center stage and the opening of the show we see a replay of vader and sting that we saw last week and then jr bored me from the beginning when he said we would see the red hot z-man today it kind of just killed the heart on for this episode <sighs> z-man anyway uh but we we saw vader attacking sting talk any thoughts on this i mean it's a replay but Dude, you vader, weren't here yeah vader became my favorite wrestler during that little bit right there i bet you oh, loved it huh it was nice Nice. Mm, that's really kind of you. Um, then I've got a promo to play from Marcus Alexander Bagwell, which I don't know why I'm playing it, but he says something in it that I was like, what? Here it is. They say down south, sometimes you got to get off the porch to hunt with the big dogs, and you're going hunting for a big dog here today in Ravishing Rick Rude. Well, let me tell you something, Jim. I can't tell you one thing I'm excited to be. A great fans behind me. I'm going up against a great competitor, Rick Rude. But let me tell you something, Rick. I'm the young dog on that porch. 
but I'm coming after you. I'm going to do the best I can. You're a great competitor, and I'm happy to be in the WCW. I'm coming after you. All right, best of luck to Marcus Alexander Bagwell against Ravishing Rick Rude later in this hour. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go up to my good friend, Rhubarb Jones. He's a young dog, but he's coming for Rude. Okay. Me potatoes. I don't know why. It just was a weird promo. Doc, any thoughts? It's it's just baby face. I mean, it's just kid stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every dog needs a bone to chew on. I think I find my bone. You know what I started thinking for the first 25 minutes of this episode? Where's Let's Rick hear. Flair? <laughs> I don't know, man. The shows ain't been bad. What you think, Hopper? He got stuck in a bathroom. Right. The the shows ain't been bad though, right, Hopper? No, 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 no. It's not been bad. Yeah, we've seen much I, worse. Hey, to be I honest. did just to get myself going here. Uh, about a week ago, I watched uh, Super Brawl, which yeah. made me think. I wonder if I watched more of Super Brawl than Harper did. Oh boy. Well, he watched it with us. I mean, oh yeah, that's oh, true. I watched that. Yeah, <laughs> he, matter of fact, he wasn't sure matter, though. You hear that? So, so let me let me tell you. Let me catch you up. So, did you see the ninja get involved in Steamboat's match? No. Wait, yes. Okay. So, the ninja appears two weeks before Super Brawl on Saturday night, and he's Ricky Steamboat's ninja. And then he appears again the week before Super Brawl, the ninja. Mm -hmm. And then at Super Brawl, the ninja hits Ricky Steamboat with a phone that looks like Paul Lee's. Yeah. And... Then they go backstage and it's Paulie in a ninja outfit and Paulie still says, I'm not the ninja, whatever. Hopper, since that moment in time, wants to know what happened to the original ninja that was with Steamboat two weeks before Super Brawl and he can't get past it. He just keeps wanting to know, where's the ninja? Who was the ninja? And I'm like, Hopper, they, they just did it for that angle. No, There, there was no ever intention of, of identifying who the real quote unquote ninja was he wouldn't let it go he's like a kid he wouldn't leave me alone i'm like dude it doesn't matter yes it does he he should have heard him doc he wouldn't stop maybe bonnie maybe bonnie said no maybe i don't know but there was a real ninja see (laughs) how do you know it was a real ninja anybody could put a sock on their head yeah but i mean ricky steamboat wouldn't lie He goes. He wouldn't let you go. This so led happened? to. I've, I've certainly missed this. <laughs> See, he's still he's still talking about it. He doesn't want to let it go, Doc. What happened to him? Yeah, I mean, for real. When the fuck is he? <laughs> Maybe the Ali ninja was not the original ninja. Maybe the ninja stole all the ring aprons so that we couldn't properly advertise our promotion. On that note, we go to Van Hammer versus Randy Starr. Jim Ross gives us the hard sell on JT Southern and Van Hammer's feud potentially heating up. Doc, you got any timestamps from this match before I go to the finish of it? I could seriously considered what was I doing coming back at this point. (laughs) So Hammer does the stomp that irritates the hell out of me. If you were going to if you were if you were just going to book this and you had this fella coming in that's Van Hammer. And let's just say it's not a complete and total abortion, but we're going to try to do this the right way. 
Where would you make him from, Harbor? Uh, from uh, Hollywood Boulevard, maybe. Yeah, Venice Beach. Yeah. I, your your answer was certainly kind of online what I was thinking about. They build this asshole from New York City. New York City? Exactly. Same get a rope. Connie sauce. Get a rope. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Hammer wins, does the stomp, hits the Hammer Rock suplex, a slingshot suplex. And I woke up when it was finally over. I really hate this damn gimmick. Now, I'm going to play a promo. And then, Doc, I'm, I need to tell you something that Crockett said last week, which I think well, you're going to agree with. I think JT Southern came out and just completely blew the gimmick up real quick. Okay. Let's go to the promo. Van Hammer is with Eric Bischoff ringside after his win over Randy Starr. Here it is. Right, ringside with one of the rising stars in WCW heavy metal, Van Hammer. And Van Hammer, you told me once that the youth of America is very important to you, but you put your money and your time where your mouth is. I know you're so busy in the community helping out anytime that you can. It's, it's got to be very gratifying for you. You know, what we do in the ring is very important, but what we do out of the ring is very important too. And nothing makes me happier than to spend time with kids in hospitals and in high school. Yeah. yeah. No I just want to ask you one question, man. You got that guitar? I got one. I could do stuff like, what can you do? Can you play that thing? I want to know. The fans of WCW want to know. That's all, man. Can you play? Just can you play that guitar? Tell me. First of all, Eric, I'm sorry for the interruption. And I heard this guy's name is what? J.T. Sutter? Well, what, is, what does J.T. stand for? Just talk? Is it just talk? Because wrestling is my business. And I do it well, and I do it in the ring. If he wants conflict with me, he can do it in the ring, in a wrestling match, in front of these fans. Bad Hammer accepting the challenge. Stay with us, fans. We'll be back with more on WCW right after this. Um, so uh, he's not wrong. I'm supposed to believe this guy is doing community outreach in hospitals in high school. And then JT Southern breaks up the promo. Southern says, you can actually play that thing. That the was dirty. Is chanting, he did the crowd, yeah. the crowd is chanting hammer and Southern says, can you play instead of, instead of playing? So I, doc, Thoughts on the promo, and then I'll tell you something Crockett said that makes total sense about this feud. The only outreach that Hammer's doing is he's giving out his own version of colonoscopies down on the Sunset Strip, if you know what I mean. That's nice. What? You got any thoughts on this shit, Hopper? I, well, here's I mean, the thing. They shouldn't... They they threw that kid look nobody here likes hammer we we can't stand this but if you're gonna do it you can't send him out there and then just completely take his legs out from under him right <laughs> like what are you doing we didn't get over well maybe because you didn't give him a chance in hell yeah they buried his ass just now that's like having yeah. uh, someone like a real veteran come out hey stars of slaughter 
even a real Marine, show me your credentials. Right. Show me some pictures of you in a uniform. Show me something. Well, these fans believe in me. Mm. So Crockett brought this up last week, Doc. When they when okay. JT Hammer first cut a promo, he's like, "Who? I JT Hammer, JT Southern first cut a promo." Crockett's like, "Hold on, so JT Southern can actually play the guitar, but Hammer right. can't. But Hammer's the babyface. So what's the end goal of this?" Like Crockett brought it up right away. He's like, "Well, and the other so, thing is they picked the wrong guy to be the babyface." Yeah, yeah. So the so the babyface who. It's got a body of, you know, he looks good. Don't get me wrong. But just, he just, there's nothing likable about him. He can't play the guitar, but Southern can, and Southern's the heel. And everything, see, the thing is, go back to the old premise. Heels tell lies. JT Southern is not lying at all. He's out there telling the truth. If Hammer would have ripped off a lick, like a Warren D. Martini lick, like lay it down or something around and around, that would have been he would have had a chance to get over at that point, no matter how shitty he is, but he just stood there and ate a shit sandwich. Mm. He got buried. Buried. (laughs) Yeah. Thoughts and prayers, dog. Thoughts and prayers. That's That's He fucking fucking punked him out. He did. (sighs) Pretty bad, And and because he couldn't play the guitar... He couldn't defend himself. Right. It's like going up to him. <laughs> Are you really a fireman? Here, we're going to set the studio on fire and watch you put yeah. it out. Here's the hose. Oh. Get to work, dickhead. Bro. Oh, God, baby. No, I got to play. I got I to gotta play some audio from this. Or, or maybe not all, play the audio, but I got some thoughts on this as we, as we talk about it. Any other thoughts on the whole Van Hammer, JT Southern thing before we keep going? Just... He's terrible and then got done wrong. What do you make of this? Yeah. How can this be a positive situation? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about your feelings? Boogie, nothing about you says computer or technology. Oh, boy. Let's. And then my next note was these guys are still here. Uh, they, yeah. We haven't seen them in a while. We haven't seen them in a while, Hopper. They're half the yeah. reason I left. <laughs> Let's continue. The Patriots, Firebreaker Chip and Todd Champion take on Chris Sullivan and Bob Cook. As they're coming to the ring, Firebreaker Chip is slapping hands and he is holding a baby going to the ring. But the baby is terrified. Terrified. Look at this kid. <laughs> He's terrified. No. Um, keep that in mind. More on this baby later on in the show, I believe. This kid, look at this kid. <laughs> terrified. The mom's like, give me my baby back. <laughs> oh, man. Thoughts uh, on this match, Doc? Let me go to you. Uh, I had none. You have none? I mean, I'm not wait, surprised. Wait, 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 wait. That's not true. Okay. I had one. At okay, the okay. end, the match is sponsored by Alka-Seltzer. You know what that means? means... Fast relief. But this match was no fast relief. By the way, have we talked about relief lately on the show? I don't think so. We got into a great discussion about Crockett. 
Crockett literally said during this show, he says, this is my, he was straight shooting, Harper, was he not? Yeah. He said, I love doing this with you guys. This is my me time. <laughs> Did he get his got, flowers for that? Because he got two young kids. And, Trust me. And then, and then me and Harper started. Maybe he and I should like, have a show together and we'd never be able to record. Well, the rumor is there's going to be a show on Patreon coming out called uh, uh, Me Time with uh, Mike Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> then he starts talking about Harper starts ribbing him. He's like, oh, what are you, your Me Time. Next, you're going to be doing bath bombs with those big balls that you're dropping Dang. the bath. <laughs> Let the guy live. Come on. It was fun. Uh, we get a big flying Can elbow. Can you imagine uh, getting to sit in the big chair for a week? How how fun that must be for people who don't get to do it. Oh, oh and he got to do it for like six or seven. I know. If you'd have he been smart, you'd have raffled that off in, the, in behind the paywall, but whatever. I got he had to. fun. Crockett loved it, man. Yeah. Well, maybe I could just go ahead and quit. No, you're... you're uh... Uh, maybe we should do a second show. Oh, Jesus, no. Now you're, there's no reason to talk crazy. <laughs> uh, big, bl- big flying back elbow by champion and the Patriots win in the snooze fest. Uh, Look, we then go. Fast go relief, ahead, it's to the rescue. It means Dr. it's over. Salsa to the rescue. All right, we got Gomer Pyle here tonight. WCW Magazine segment with Eric Bischoff is next. They throw to WCW Pro with Jim Ross asking Nikita about what is going on with him, Nikita really doesn't answer why he was at Super Brawl. He, they just like, hey, what was your purpose at Super Brawl? And they don't, he doesn't really say. Uh, then they throw to a replay from last week of Rude attacking Steamboat, and then Steamboat saying, nah, bruh, and choking Rude and hanging him. We hung a man last week, Doc, you know, because we do never, that in wrestling. Never a bad idea. In wrestling. <laughs> It's, in wrestling, sorry, sorry. Yes, in wrestling. Let me, be, let me, let me, let me clear, clean that up a little bit. But we did talk about how it was a crime, and when it happened in Continental, the you know Birmingham's finest is just standing there looking at Doctor Tom, Doctor Tom getting hung. They're probably like, well, what is it just another Tuesday, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! We could stop this, but then we'd have to do paperwork. Man, I mean, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just the whole thing. I remember talking to Bo James years ago. And he was, he was like, he was like, I hated that about that angle. I was like, what? He goes, the Birmingham cop is just standing there watching a murder attempt. Like, just you're just killing the angle. And he, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. No. Anyway, they go to the WCW main event discussing the U.S. tag title situation with Valentine and Taylor and Zinc. That's new. Yeah, that is new. You were not here when all that went down. Uh, and then Bischoff pumps up Bagwell, and then they take a fan question about the Steiners, asking them if the Steiners need a manager, and Rick Steiner says, no, we don't need a manager. Uh, that is Missy. And that's not happening, so there's that. Uh, Doc, you weren't here. Any thoughts on, I mean, I know this is replays, but any thoughts on Steamboat hanging rude and everything that went down? <laughs> Well, that's great because those two guys are awesome. I mean, obviously. Um, Bischoff, it just gets worse week by week. So, I don't know if I feel that way, but Crockett made a good point. They pivoted. like They were starting to set something up with Rude and Sting because Rude attacked Sting after the press And now they just pivoted away all of a sudden. Yeah, they went right. And I'm not – I mean – 
I get it. You know, Vader. It's not that Vader's chopped liver and shouldn't be challenging Sting. I get it, but it was just kind of, it was weird how they did that. That that quick change of direction. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. Hopper right now answer. in the in the promotion, how old is Greg Valentine? Mm, we talked is, about this that night, his, and I don't it's remember. His late thirties, huh? Mid to late thirties. He's forty. What is he, Doc? Oh. Yeah, 40. remember when we talked about it? The night yeah. that he debuted, forty. He, I mean, he looks good. He always looked like Throw Mama from the Train, but he looks good. Like, come on, he's he not looks overweight. Like he's ready, ready to take uh, his girls to the regional finals in volleyball this year. That's <laughs> cool. He's gonna take his kids to the local six star, uh, Six Flags. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Any other thoughts on the uh, magazine segment, Doc? So we have U.S. titles back in play, I guess. Did we? Did they? Did the Freebirds have them? Is that what that was? Oh, bro, I'm not about to recap how yeah, much of a mess that was. Remember. We yeah. talked about this, Hopper. That's remember? fine. I don't really care. Yeah. Just no, it's a, it's a mess, dude. The way they did the Freebirds. Oh, my God. I, if I tried to explain the lineage of the U.S. titles with the Southern Boys and Ron uh, Simmons and Big Josh having them for a second, and what? then yeah. you heard me right, and then Valentine and Taylor got it from Simmons and Big Josh, it was aired like in this weird sequence, out of sequence, like a month after it all happened. It, it If I, again... I can't even explain it because it was so absurd. We talked about it for like three weeks straight on the show. That's how bad yeah. it was. It makes no sense. So let's just keep moving. Yeah, it it, it was a mess. Now, I'm not Valentine and Taylor, I think, are fine. But the way they got there was just stupidity. Yeah. We go to Dustin Rhodes versus Greg Sawyer. Uh, Boy, this ends pretty quick. But your thoughts, Doc? Z-Man's out on color commentary, which means it's a snooze fest. Ralph, I'd be feeling bad talking about Z-Man sometimes, but then I'm like, then I hear him on commentary. He doesn't even speak like a normal person. He just takes these weird pauses. Like this. (laughs) What the fuck's the point of of this match? It's over. Dustin Rose got a win. That's the point of it. You know, right. why is Z Man out? Why is Z Man out? I got no answer for you, man. I mean, what do you want me to say? Dustin Rhodes wins rather quickly, Bulldog. Uh, then we go to Jim Ross, who throws to a replay of last week when Vader attacks Sting, and Vader no sells a chair shot, which I thought was good. Um, he power slams Sting. Uh, then they show a promo, and I. I can't remember if it's the same one from last week or not, uh, the promo. But we get a promo from Vader, and Vader basically says, I fear no man, and I feel no pain. And I think we talked about that. But, Doc, any thoughts on that promo? I wasn't going to play it because I thought it was a replay. I thought it was all right. You know, I mean, here's the thing, man. He kicked the shit out of Sting, and it's like, okay, well, um, this would have been cool if they had just had him come in like this. But I realized why they didn't. I mean, he was still making money over in Japan, but it would have been nice, right? Yeah. This fool shows up on your TV. You have no idea who he is, and he kicks the shit out of Sting. It would make a big impression. 
I mean, just go back to the first time we saw him a few years ago with the head gear when he comes in. Yes, like, I'm going to take off this mask and I'm going to kick the living shit out of the, the champ. And it's on. Then they show the they showed the footage from remember when they showed the footage from him with Japan in Japan with the headgear. Yeah. yeah. That was badass. And yeah. then he destroys Tom Zink either on a clash or a pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was really great. It anyway. Was. It was, no, it's, it was it, I mean, here's the thing. I don't coming back into this, my whole thing was so Vader's in now and not Rick Rude. And in rewatching this, I would have put Rude in that spot, but maybe not. I don't know. Against Sting? Yeah, I would have kept that going. I think Rick Rude and Sting. I think Rick Rude is the kind of guy who can bring out a lot in Sting. Or we've already seen that. And we've all agreed that Sting didn't get the best luck in terms of opponents unless he was facing Flair. I don't I don't even pretend to know the decision making, but I know who the champ is after Sting, and I know who the champ is after that later this year. Is it Flair? No. You Damn. you know who you know who you just my what I was getting at was I don't know when the decision was made to pivot to Vader. I'm sure somebody can tell me out there. DM Hopper. He loves this type DM of DM to uh Mudshow Mike at Twitter.com. I spend so little time on Twitter. Um, but you got the, the guy that wins it from the guy who beats Sting. I feel like it's more impactful. But then if it was rude, not insult and rude at all, but I that don't know, like man. That's like, to me. Actually, I think rude kind of, let me say this. I actually that in as history is told, Rude technically was never a world champion. So Rick how, Rude how I, was that? He was like the international champion. Oh yeah. That's when they, right. they had the thing. Situation. Yeah. Right. So Rude, if if you'd have put Sting in that feud, if you'd have put Rude in that feud, and Rude would have been the one to take the belt for Sting, it still had world title status at that time. Rude would have technically been a world champion in his career. WCW. I, so, yeah, okay. I, well, done I don't that. know, man. It's just... It's yeah, right. I, I got... The matches... The, the, Sting don't have it long. I don't know if that's a spoiler anyone, but the matches that's a he good, has... That's a good thing. The matches, like I think Vader, the Vader Sting matches are good to me, especially whoa, the one whoa, at the oh, run it back, run it back. I need it right here. I got a timestamp. Yeah, we're we're watching Cactus Jack versus Danny Poston now. Go ahead, Doc. What you got? Thirty-one oh five. Did Poston actually hurt his nuts when he held out of the ring out here? He starts playing with his nuts when he hits the ground. Oh. You know, sometimes you could just land wrong and it jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like he was pawing at his sack a little too long for That's just. Oh, yo, he's he was, still fucking with his balls. He's, See, he's <laughs> these are the balls you're looking for. <laughs> he's 
Bond. Yeah, I felt I felt <laughs> like he started massaging his sack right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one of y'all just said that, but he's like, he's pawing at his balls. <laughs> he really was. Well, he wouldn't stop to. I know. Yeah. It's like, dude, can we can we either get the camera off of him, or can <laughs> we get him to stop just pawing at his sack? That's nice. these are the balls you're looking for. Uh, we get a double underhook DDT and Cactus wins. Any thoughts, Doc? Okay, so at the beginning of the match, JR was talking about Cactus reminding him of the parents or the you know, the parents who have the honor student. My kid is an honor student down at such and such school. And something about Cactus Jack's parents, what kind of sticker they would have. But I was thinking, Harper, what do you think of those people that you see on their minivan and shit that are like, my my little Timmy is a honor student at the at the junior high. I hope to go you like jump that? off a bridge. No, it's stupid. It is. <laughs> uh, with That's the Rummel what? sticker or the Brother Martin sticker. Who? Uh, I'm a Jesuit grandma. Who gives a shit? That's the right answer. <laughs> He's not wrong. Who gives a fuck where your kid goes to school at? It's fucking public school and it's fourth grade. Ain't nothing, unless they shoot somebody at the school, ain't nothing happening memorable or meaningful. We got a really good promo here. Learn how to read and move on to the next grade. Let's go to Cactus Jack, who's with Bischoff. He's going to cut a promo ringside after his match. Here it is. Thanks, Jim, and I... I will be careful, and I may need a lot more than luck with Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack, I want to talk about Sunday, April 12th. In addition to the five championship matches, you were signed in what is, in effect, a rematch with Ron Simmons. And when I talked to Ron Simmons last week, he said he was going to take it to the streets. He's in his own hometown in Atlanta. Well, that's fine and dandy, but let's not forget about tonight, Worcester, Massachusetts. The home of Bob Cousy and very little else, very little else. Johnny B. Bad and all the people in Worcester are going to find out real soon that what took place in that ring right there was merely an appetizer, merely an appetizer in Cactus Jack's smorgasbord of human misery. <laughs> now let's talk about Sting, a great champion, a great champion and a very nice man. As a matter of fact, what Big Van Vader did to him could not have happened to a nicer man. Could not have happened to a nicer man. And I will sit with hot dog in hand and watch Sting kiss the world championship goodbye. As far as Ron Simmons, Ron, you want to take it to the street? That's the only way the neighborhood bully wants it. And you've got a friend walking around saying he needs a bone to chew on. Well, after I disassemble you piece by piece, the bone he chews on might very well be yours. Bang, 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 bang. We'll be back to see the Z-Man take on Terrence Taylor right after this. Um, Crockett lives in that Worcester area, not too far, I believe. Anyway, I was good with that, and then we started talking about bones to chew on, and maybe he should chew on his own bone, or wait, what? Yeah, Doc thoughts? Uh, I felt like he was about to crack something open and have a kick-ass promo, and he just couldn't get there for some reason, and it probably happens, you know? They can't all be winners. 
Hopper, do you have a bone yeah, to chew on no, that you can no, help Cactus like, out oh, with? No, I was like, he's talking about JYD. <laughs> oh, no. The bone to chew on. Hey, we oh, never yeah, got that. to talk about this, so I'm going to say it. Uh, I like to make fun of Mike's, you know, well, just about everything. But um, I didn't get a chance, I don't believe, to be on the dark side of the ring about uh, JYD. And I thought it was a little unfair how they painted him as a guy that couldn't even lace his own boots when, you know, certainly not uh, Luthez. I, I never felt like JYD was that limited in the ring. Come on. He wasn't. Go watch his felt, matches in I the early I felt like 80s. they made him out to be kind of buffoonish for no reason. I mean, I don't know. That was just my take on it, and I didn't get a chance to at the time. So there you go. That's why I, I just want everybody to know I was still watching stuff, you know? Yeah, when he was um, in the early 80s in Mid-South, he could go. It's a, it's a fallacy, man. It's like a fake narrative that they've hey, come up with. Hey, you get fat and see how fast you can run. I mean, yeah. come on, well, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, next match. Terry Taylor versus Z-Man. Hmm. <sighs> Why? Why not? Is the is the York Foundation done? Oh yeah, yeah. that's been gone. <laughs> that's his. So when do we see when do we see Terry again? Is it Terry with Dustin? Who? What are you talking about? Terry Runnels. Oh, I'm like what? Um, we don't see her again until the Gold Dust shit, right? No, I think, well, doesn't Dusty and Dustin fight over about this at one point? So I need y'all to DM Doc. Oh, yeah, do that. It's at uh, at (laughs) 404filenotfound.com. Shoot shoot Doc an email, and uh, I need you to let him know um, your thoughts on the question that Doc is asking right there. I can't I, wait to hear what everybody thinks about what I don't know. I that's just exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I plan to stay up all every night this week. Once the they start coming in, I'll stay up. I'll pour over them. I'll uh, make notes. I'll I'll make sure they think with themes, you know, so that I can present those back on the air. If you DM Hopper, Hopper will get the message to Doc. That's right. He'll send them over by carrier yeah. pigeon. Now, here's the one thing, and this is going to probably cold the herd just a little bit or a lot, is that if I find one misspelling or grammatical error, I will discard it from the analysis. All right. On that note, you got any thoughts on the sleeping man, Mr. Ambien versus Terrence Taylor? I I wonder what Terry Taylor thinks about teaming with Valentine. You think, hey, he probably was like, I'm going to be this tailor made thing. Flair's not around. I'll get to be Flair for a while. And they're like, nah, you're going to, you're going to team with throw mama from the train. <laughs> you're going to team with the, uh, yeah, the Goonies mom, a villain. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of talks like her, too, if you think about it. Well, maybe you listen to Mama Fratelli. <laughs> And you listen, you listen to Valentine talkers. <laughs> so, they kind of sound alike too. Well, yeah, got a little gravelly voice. They really do. I'm not okay. lying. Look it I, up. I, I, nobody, nobody's accusing you. Of that settled down. So, 
is who's with Zinc now? Is it Bagwell? Is it is it yeah, kind of um, Pillman? I no, think it's, it's kinda, Bagwell, right? It's, it's kind of Bagwell, yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have an official tag partner, but I guess yeah, because nobody like, wants that job. The dude is just boring. Well, and here's the thing about that. He's getting more boring as time goes on. I I don't hate him. He just does nothing for me. Like Harper used to say Al Perez, there was no sizzle to the steak. It's Al not even Perez that. Was better than t- he was better right. than Tom Zane. Right. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. You got anything? I'm about to give a finish to this thing. No, I ain't got a damn thing. I don't care. All right. Super like, kick by Z-Man. Why am, I, why am I coming back? This show sucks. Okay. I don't know about that, but. Fucking wrestling's stupid. Super kick by Z-Man. Taylor kicks out. Z-Man gets dumped to the floor. Valentine's about to jump Z-Man on the outside, but Bagwell Uh-oh. runs out and stops it. What happened? Did Harper drop Harper or left. something? Yeah. He agrees with me. Wrestling's stupid. We'll keep going. I bet you got this. Wrestling's not stupid, everybody. Calm down. I Last like week wrestling. his um Yeah, Doc likes wrestling. Last week his um I guess I his Wi Fi died or something. But he'll he'll join us back. We we've done this long enough. All right. So Valentine anyway, Z Man hits a missile drop kick off top and Z Man wins. Blah blah blah. Doc, Good job, Z Man. Well, we go to Dusty Roads, and man, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I want to play it so we can talk about it. Okay. Here it is. Welcome back, everyone, to WCW Light Heavyweights. will be in action in a few moments, but right now, let's hear the comments from the American Dream, Dusty Roads. It's Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, and you know there's a new bull of the woods. There's a new bull in the pasture. And occasionally they call me for my services as a spokesman, if you will, in public. Van Vader is 440 pounds. He's the new bull in the pasture. There's a new king on the throne. There's a new ruler in the universe. There's a new man that stands alone at the top of the heap, and that's the stinger. How do you call it? Who has got the upper hand? Is it 440 pounds of the new bull, Big Van Vader? Or is it the stinger that will rule the throne? I say this for Van Vader. He possesses the speed of a gazelle at that weight. He possesses the strength of a thousand and a million men. He's got a tongue as long as the Nile River. Sting has the hopes, the dreams, of every child that paints his face. That every child around the country that he calls the little stingers look up to. 
Sting, if I have one thing to say to you, son, the battle has just begun. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. But will you reign king for long? Vader holds the answer. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing... I mean, Doc, what... I got thoughts, but what did you think about that? Um... Harper's back. Hey. Um, hey. I, in a vacuum, it's fine because it's dusty being dusty. But Let me just see your face, felt... Harper. You can turn the video off. I, what, <laughs> what are I doing? Okay. You, you <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're on camera. I'm going to have to take off my pants if you don't stop. <laughs> I'm about to give you some relief up in this piece. <laughs> um. Ooh, I, I, I lost my thoughts. The, the superstar was on, and I, I got flustered. I got fussy. He's getting um, jiggy with it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, felt like, I felt like Dusty wanted to go out and connect, and in the process, has never sounded older. That was an old promo. That was, and it was kind of Dusty trying to play Dusty because he doesn't have an issue to like really get into so it's not terrible because he's willing to go out there and shuck and jive but it wasn't helpful really yeah I thought the same thing I'm like it's dusty so you don't really want to be too mean but it just feels like an older wrestler thinking that the new younger talent needs him so to get over it and at the end of the day you just gotta trust Sting who I mean it's 1992 at this point he's not a 10 year veteran but you know he's shown that he can do it and you got Vader somebody who's accomplished as well like why do it's like Dusty feels like he needs to help Sting and Vader, but I don't think he he realized he does. They don't need him. Like they don't need him cutting promos. Is what I'm saying. His knowledge in the back is great. Yeah, yeah. you don't you don't really need him out there cutting promos for these two guys. Maybe Sting, and the reason but, his promos worked is because he was getting. And I'm not just saying this like the hard times. It was because he was involved in a personal situation that brought yeah. out his best promos. This was not it. Yeah, I agree. Hubbard, you dropped right when we were playing Dusty. But it all sounded like it was output. What the fuck? Both of y'all did. So I just turned it off and I restarted it. Oh, great. Now, if we could just do that before the show starts, perhaps. We'd be on to something, but that's, well, you know, that's our, in our strategic plan for year 10. We're almost okay. there. Good God. What are we doing? All right. No. I, I, I don't know. Where so, the fuck's Crockett at? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, coming out to the ring is Young Pistol Steve versus Johnny B. Bad. And remember I talked about the baby earlier? Yes. All right. Well, I got to play some. 
Look at this woman. I need you to talk about all of these women here. So let's Okay. Just listen to the audio here in a second. Can you run it back about 15 seconds? Yeah, these three. Uh, look at okay. these three. They look like they're from fucking design, uh, designing women. Look at these first three. Hold on, I'll pause it when it gets to it. Right there. there. We go. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, they're like receptionists. <laughs> that one on the right looks like Carrot Top. Yeah. And, or she's yeah. a school teacher or a receptionist. That one there looks like a like a uh, a squire boy or something. But look at the titty hanging out on the far right there, Where? trying to poke oh, out. Oh, look at damn! Look at that, Mike. No, that does nothing for me. Oh, whatever. Pour some chocolate milk on it. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be all right. <laughs> Y'all are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <ain't> funny. <laughs> All right, this is all amusing and stuff. All these women appear to be of age, mm, by the way. That's why I said it. I want y'all to pay attention. So this woman, look at this baby. She's like got the baby hanging over the barricade. And it's like, you're not holding a doll, uh, woman. You know what she's trying to find, right? She's trying uh, to add water and find a daddy. Yeah. She looks so, like Michael Jackson holding a baby over the balcony. Yeah. So, Here, sign its face. <laughs> <laughs> Autograph its head. But watch out because it's still soft and it hasn't fully hardened. Listen to the audio from JR here. <laughs> a little kiss that don't miss. That baby's had a pretty rough night. I guess that's the designated baby for this week. Been passed around with the patrons of Johnny B. Bad. Beautiful baby, though. That kid looked like profile picture. <laughs> that kid looked like that kid looked like every man I've ever met when his broad's telling him how her day was <laughs> by the end. Hopper, you want that to be your profile picture? Oh, yeah. You get a screenshot of it. I'm fussy, and I want this to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this kid. This kid is terrified. A gay black dude. (laughs) That kid was probably on its way to be president until that night, and then turned into a mass murderer. Look at this kid. Baby, that fucking young. It's not just that. If. Okay, you got to become a patron so you can see this. This kid, first, first, this woman is hanging over the barricade. She's hanging the kid over the barricade. The kid looks like a Chucky doll for a second. Is he, I mean, not a Chucky doll, but just a doll. The way she's holding this kid over the barricade. She's just like hanging up like, like yeah. he's a sack. And then she's begging Johnny B. Bad. To hold the kid, the kid is terrified. This dude is going to be scarred for the next 160 years of his life. I mean, it's terrible. Somebody needs to call CPS. Bruh, look. I'm just saying, look right. Look, look, look. She's already, look at this baby. Y'all see it right there. In the very middle of the screen. 
Yeah, she's probably saying, hey, doesn't he look like Pillman? You go get Pillman in the back and tell him to come out of here. Maybe that's the kid that got winked at. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, no, because Cornette was there. Yeah, Cornette was there when the kid got winked at, so that can't be him. Look at this kid. Oh He's about God. to have a heart attack. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> that kid's probably got a dirty diaper. God. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Johnny B. Bad's taking on young pistol Steve because they can't say Steve Armstrong anymore. I don't know. Um, JR mentions that next week Pillman will take on Brad Armstrong, uh, and that will take place on the very first new edition of WCW Saturday Night. That's right. Next week begins the talk show era of Saturday Night on TBS. It's not as bad as you think, but it's something else. Anyway, Doc, let's go to you. Johnny B. Bad taking on Steve Armstrong here. What do you have? Uh. Poor Steve. That was my note. After the women on the outside. Yeah, he don't have much more time here. He's coming to his end. During this era, uh, I should say. Yeah. He'll be back later down the line, but yeah, he's almost done. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No. All right. So we get a big boot by Johnny. Johnny then with a few punches, and then he hits a sunset flip from the top rope, and Johnny B. Bad wins by pin, and uh, that is that. From there, boy, oh, boy. I wish you were here last week, Doc, because... What the shit is this? I have... Okay, so I got I have never seen any of this. I've always read about it, but the dark period means dark. What in the hell? This is one of your favorite wrestlers of all time in <laughs> he's, WCW. He's he goes by the name of Scotty Flamingo. He cut a promo last week that was gold. Well, let's go to this one and see if there's more gold. Here it is. That's it, ladies. It's kicking. It's kicking live, ladies. Flamingo Madness, the world tour. It's happening. It's here in World Championship Wrestling, the future of professional wrestling. And I, Scotty Flamingo, the Flamingo Kid, is the future of World Championship Wrestling. Everywhere I go, ladies love me, girls adore me. I mean, even the ones that never saw me, like the way that I rhyme at the show. The reason why, psh, I don't know. Obviously, I know. It's obvious. I am so good looking. Look at his body, ladies. Look at his body. Look at this hair. Look at my eyes. I am so pretty. It's, it's amazing. I am the greatest sports commodity in the world. Scotty Flamingo, the franchise of World Championship Wrestling. Everywhere they go, people are coming to see me because I am here. I'm now, I'm hyped. I'm what's happening. I mean, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of stuff going on, but nothing is going on like me. The light heavyweight division, obviously, they're going to have to rename it the Scotty Flamingo division. Pillman, the reason I'm here is your problem, not mine. I just need to know your thoughts, Doc. This actually wasn't as good as the one last week, but it's something else. Your thoughts? The words cultural appropriation come to mind. What's he doing? Who's he stealing culture from? Yeah. Mike? No, he's not. No. I think he looks like kind of like a model Rick Martel. He's doing that, like, but he's trying to be a rapper. Uh, I don't know. You, I wouldn't call that rap. Yeah, I no. think he's just bad, like being a a bad, like poet. It's terrible. Yeah. Let me remind you. I said it's this last Raven. week. This dude became Raven. 
Right. That goes to show you how how a gimmick, a bad gimmick, can just turn somebody good into shit. And he did this first, but I'm saying like this dude became Raven, the freaking grunge Raven. He's got a great physique on him too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just nice very. It's very hey, weird. He comes in, he goes, "Hey, that. I have some ideas," and they go, "No, no, no, we need a white PN news." <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. Yeah. I, it's still amazing to me. I mean. Again, it's ridiculous, but this is amazing that this same dude is Raven. It, yeah. Right. Hopper, you know who he reminds me of, though? Oh. And I don't know if it's the name. <laughs> he, he, For some reason, he reminds me a little of Danny Flamingo. Yeah. The way he's talking. Both, yeah, because they're both like douchebags. Right. <laughs> he sounds like Danny Flamingo. Uh, Danny Flamingo wrestles for Wildcat in New Orleans. All right, let's continue. Mr. Hughes and Vinny Vegas are taking on Scott Allen and Dave Francis. Uh, this is a pretty quick match. Vegas is going to Can you run that back eyes. to the beginning? Um, you got a timestamp? I need or? you, you know, just when they introduce him, that one enhancement fellow is an odd looking dude. The one with the yellow? Which, let's see. Yeah, let's get it from Hopper. What's this guy do for a living, and what's his car smell like? He looks like the, well. That guy, Hopper. Oh, that guy's, yeah. <laughs> well, that guy's He's got the, some uh, some attachments on him, I could tell you that. If you ran his name, he'll be in jail. That I was say, he looks like the third guitarist from Molly Hatchet. <laughs> That's like a 1972 hairdo. She hit me first. <laughs> <laughs> I put a ring on it. Her uncle said I could hit her. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, what else, Doc, from these four? Like I said, pretty quick. There's a point in here where Hughes clotheslines one of those fellas, and it was nasty to the face. I don't Mr. have a timestamp because I quit care. I quit giving a shit about this deep into it. But Mister Hughes is underrated. Um, did you? Yeah, this catch may be Super- it. That's it. That was yeah, it. Plastered him. He, did you? Yeah. Did you catch Hughes and? Um, I'm sorry, Vinny Vegas and Richard Morton, and yeah. versus Van Hammer and Z Man in the. Uh, yeah. Super Brawl? Yeah. That it was, was great. Else. It was a Matt classic. Yeah. <sighs> that was something. Rumor on the street is Hughes was um, was suspended at that time by management. Okay. Oh. Disciplined. Yeah. A few people what? Like to me about that. Failing a piss test or something? Uh, no, actually, the, the rumor, I actually heard this rumor years ago, you know, about his uh, narcolepsy. Oh, from, from from him falling asleep, just like yeah. I don't know if that's what it was from that he got suspended, but that's the rumor why he was not in that match because he was supposed to tag with Vinny Vegas in that match. Well, that's a medical situation. <laughs> All right. Imagine him just falling asleep in a ring. I, I, well, tag. 
I can't remember if it was Jr. that I heard say this or somebody else, but years ago, I remember listening to a podcast or a shoot interview, and there's a rumor that Hughes was in a tag match on the apron, leaning against the turnbuckle, and he fell asleep. Now, if you know people with narcolepsy, it's quite possible that that could happen. But I don't know how true it is. Uh, well, how do those people have a, have a driver's license? I'm not the authority, Hopper. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Well, if you're just driving out of I-10 and all of a sudden... Uh... I hope you're not on the high rise where you just drive off into the industry <laughs> now. That'd be a long drop. Uh, Hughes and Vinny Vegas win. Vinny Vegas hits the snake eyes, and then uh, they win by pin. And that's that. I tell you, Vinny Vegas looks like an extra from fucking Miami Vice, like thug number three in the crowd. He also, on my small phone with the dirty screen, looks like uh, Big Bubba with the blue shirt. Yeah, I could see that. So on that note, we're going to now go to Rick Rude and Paulie Dangerously. They've got some thoughts that they got to share with the world after what we've just seen or what's going on with Steamboat, I should say. Here it is. Paulie Dangerously, the contracts have been signed. The negotiations are all over. Sunday, April 12th at the Omni, one of five championship matches. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will be challenging, ravishing Rick Rude for the U.S. Heavyweight title. And Ricky Steamboat told me he'll be coming at that title like the Orient Express. Like the Orient Express. But first, the Orient Express has to go through the Centrum tonight. It has to go all the way down to Baltimore tomorrow. It has to go through the streets of New York City to get to the Meadowlands on Tuesday. In other words, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, don't count on your U.S. title match in the Omni on Sunday the 12th because there just might be a murder on the Orient Express. You know, Steamboat, I can't do anything to change the past. I can't do anything about the things you've said about me. I can't change the fact that our plan blew up in our face. I can't change the fact that you tried to hang me from the neck, choke the last breath out of my ravishing body. But you, Ricky Steamboat, you can't alter the future. And Sunday night, you're gonna have to walk through the doors of the Omni. And when the house lights dim, and you step through the ropes, and you stare eye to eye with your future ravishing Rick Rude, you're gonna realize that whatever the future holds in store for you, Ricky Steamboat, is whatever I want. See you Sunday. You heard. Uh, he gives my two two award for this week. It just don't get no better than that. Doc thoughts? There's nothing he said that's like automatically like standout line, but every bit of it made a lot of sense and seemed real to me. Yeah, I like when he says when the, uh, when the house lights go down. Yeah, they mm-hmm. dim. That shit's about to pop off. Yeah, we can't see he your said... goofy ass sign in the crowd. So eat a dick. When you have to stare down Rick Rude, you'll realize that whatever the future holds for you is whatever I want. Mm. That's a line. Yeah. 
stares into the camera and says that. There you go. Two two award awarded. That was good shit, pal. All right, we then go to Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton and Steve Austin. A little six-man tag action here. Versus PN News, JYD, and Brad Armstrong. And Jim Ross is plugging the new format that starts next week. The talk show format, that is. And this is a hell of a situation. Go away. <laughs> the fans are dancing to yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. So we going to put Brad Armstrong in here with the. Oh, God. The big boy twins. I don't know. If, Christ. Boy, this is a rib on Brad Armstrong, huh? Bro, this is a rib on, on my life. <laughs> Having to watch this. Well, you know, I had poor Brad on here, but Harper's making a good point. I mean, this is the kind of matches you would see on uh, Worldwide. Well. Yeah, I'd like to say something, but I I, I got say nothing. It. Well, I mean, what was it, last week? This is. We had Heavy Funk, what they called JYD and PM yeah. News. Mm-hmm. He really does look like a fat lady at Walmart. Unreal. Oh, yeah. Got the scooter. The, <laughs> that basket. The candy of, aisle. Yeah. And, and that basket's full of the that big ass box of the of the, of the uh, variety pack of the Fritos and. And those, Diet Coke, because that's going to help. And those fucking gallons of the, the fucking Hawaiian punch in a plastic jug with the hand. Ugh. <laughs> Shit. Ugh. It's so nasty. Like, I didn't drink that back when y'all were kids. Oh fuck yeah, I did. I remember it, but I didn't like it. I remember when that shit came in in that big ass can. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, what a waste of fucking metal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, just think of how how much it costs to make that can to put something that's 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 not worth. Well, we were it's... having an oil crisis at the time and a gas <laughs> crisis, and you couldn't just refine that shit into plastic left and oh, right. God, corn. So you had to get the, you had, and here's the worst problem. You know that metal can was leaking all kinds of chemicals into that Hawaiian punch, which was full of all kinds of chemicals, to make some sort of toxic stew that we all slugged down like crazy. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, thanks everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah, uh, that's right. All right. Doc, any thoughts on this six-man, five-star Mac classic? Uh, the rib here is on Arn, Bobby, and Steve Austin, and Brad. Notice who's in the ring doing all the work, huh? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This was not my favorite match. No, it wasn't. Um, how about I just tell you all how it ends? Sound like a plan? The sure. white guy takes the pin. Well, Brad Armstrong, because he's the only one who's got wind, is in there taking the heat. He makes the hot tag. All the guys end up start fighting in the ring. Um News hits Arn with his finisher, but the ref isn't there to count it. 
And then Eaton hits news with the Alabama jam and Arn is going to end up pinning news uh, so that Arn, Bobby, and Steve Austin win the match, which is how it should have been. But, um, yeah. Man. I like PN news. Yeah, I don't I really hate do PM like PM news. It's just, I, I just don't want to look at them. I like PN news. JYD. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Not during this era. Nope. Can't no. do it. And here comes How old Bobby. was he at this time? Dog? About the same age, like 40? Hold on. I don't even know if he's 40 yet. Damn, bro. What the fuck? I, I can't do math on the fly, Hopper. That's Doc's Come on, job. Bro. What do you want me to do? Like it was a math major or some bullshit. Wait. I swear to he's, God. He's not 40. That's what I thought. He's, yeah, he's 39 right here. Yeah. How old is he? 39. Damn, dude. Yep. Poor bastard. 39. And he looks 50. Anyway. And weighs, and weighs 375. And last week, Jr. was like, oh, look at him. He's in the greatest shape he's been in in a while. No, he's nah. <laughs> All right. So let's keep moving. Uh, the next match, we got Rick Rude versus Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Uh, Rude, again, is the U.S. champion. And this is our main event for the show. Uh, Doc, they started this with about nine minutes of TV time left. Let me go to you, see what you got from it. Um, a couple of things. One is is that for whatever you're going to say about Bagwell, let's be clear, he's green, but he's doing the best he can. They think a lot of him. Oh, I'd rather see Bagwell. Bagwell. I'd rather yeah. Bagwell than um. Because well, he's a young, good-looking guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're 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 doing stuff with him. Um, Rude, it's a pile, nice little pile driver on him during this match. Didn't finish it though. Everything was airtight, brother. We didn't do finishers. That didn't finish the match. Bro, look at that. I just noticed something. What? Okay, so I want y'all to look to the right of Rick Rude. There's a little white kid with some white sleeves and a black T-shirt over his long sleeve white shirt. You see him back there? Yeah. Okay, to the right of the... Okay. Watch when Rude does the swivel hips. Look at this little white kid. (laughs) He's dick dancing, too. Look at him. You saw that? That's funny. <laughs> anyway. Now that's some um, community outreach. I agree with Doc. I have nothing against Bagwell. He's young. You could see something's there. Just needs a little bit of time. Z-Man don't need time. Time ain't going to fix Z-Man's Bagwell's issue. Bagwell's built like a brick shit house. Yeah. That's the other He's point. a good looking fella. He's obviously got some aptitude for this at an early age. It's like, okay. Yeah, I agree. He just yeah, he's not the he's not my favorite wrestler of all time. I'm just saying he's young and they're they're giving you some stuff here. Good for them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm with you. All right, what else, Doc? From it, uh, if anything, nothing. No. So the finish of this thing, Steamboat comes out and he confronts Paul on the outside of the ring. And then Bagwell cradles Rude and almost pins him, but then Rude hits Bagwell with the Rude Awakening. And uh, 
He's going to pin Bagwell after the Rude Awakening. Uh, the Steamboat comes in the ring, and he and Rude are now brawling. The dressing room clears. We get a pull apart as we go off air, and we are told to stay tuned next week for the new version of Saturday Night on TBS, uh, the talk show era. Begins. Can't wait. It's something. It's something. I can't wait, too. Uh, any closing thoughts on this match before we rate it and hand out a toot toot award, Doc? Uh, no. All right. All right. So before we hand out the toot toot and uh, give out the award, remember, you can become, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. If you want to hear me and Harper break down our thoughts on the CM Punk thing, fiasco, firing, termination, whatever the hell you want to call it, you can get it there, uh, along with all of our clashes and pay-per-view reviews tinyurl.com slash patreon btt it's the only place you can get it uh so doc let's rate it what are you going to rate this well i get an a plus on my return okay Um, but this show does not loves to stroke himself i'd prefer other people do it for me but okay don't you have a wife come on what what does that said other people do it well, I mean, in general, throughout oh. time and history. But, I mean, <laughs> what does she have to do with anything? You're not doing about? it right. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me do it. <laughs> Just stop. Let me let me handle it. Just go sit in the corner. Right. Stop. <laughs> playing your fucking phone. That's what you want to do anyway. <laughs> I'll call you back over when I'm almost done. You can open your mouth. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, come on. Rate this, please. Come on, grow up. You know, I was having, I was not grow. sinning this much when I was away from the show. Grow up. <laughs> bro, I see, bro, this is the type of shit I'm talking about, man. You fucking, you sit there, you talk about cranking off and telling you, chasing your wife away when she's giving you a little relief. Talk about JYD. Talk about Bruno. I mean, come on, Hopper. What the fuck? You know, Hopper, I keep telling you this every week. You think you're fucking funny, but you ain't fucking funny. Somebody, somebody, you fucking tell y'all you ain't fucking funny. Fucking dumbasses. Bunch of yeah, fucking marks. Well, That's this, the one he pulls this, out, Hopper. Bunch of fucking marks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 450 weeks of continued excellence makes me a mark for myself. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this show a B minus. I give it a B. Hopper, what about you? You know, I'll I'll give it a B. I've been giving them a lot of Bs, but yeah, it just has not bad. Been, yeah, there hasn't been a bad stinker, and there hasn't been one that's been holy shit. What the fuck? Yeah, ten four on that one. Yeah, totally agree. All right, so it's two two to war time. I already said mine's going to Rick Rude. Who's yours going to, Doc? Well, it's not Raven. <laughs> well, well, fuck, bro. What, what, what are we doing here now? We 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 using last name Raven. I mean, what, I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, won't you just First say Flamingo? Callaway, oh, would you go to fucking high school with him? <laughs> po- who you, it's not Polo. Yeah. Johnny Polo. Um, I'm gonna give mine to uh Richard Rude. There we go. Hopper, you? Yeah. Yeah, Rude gets it too. Gotta go to Rude. That's mm-hmm. right. 
All right. Um, Doc, I did have a question for you. Oh, what's that? Have you by chance, I, I know you've had a lot going on in life, but have you by uh-huh. chance. I've been, I've been busy, but what, what can I do for you? Have you set your eyes on this HBO Bishop Sycamore documentary? Uh, apparently not, because I have no idea what you're talking about. But if that's that that fictitious school we talked about a couple of years ago, then I probably need to get over there. You know, they changed the streaming service, so it's not HBO Max anymore. It's just yeah. what? It's just Something Max. Else? It's just Max. So wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be Cinemax? Well, it's just Max now. Can, oh. can we stay on task? Can we stay on task? I, I, I can't. I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. Put your eyes on that. I, I'm not saying we're going to do... I'm not going to say we're going to do a review on it. Okay. But when I tell you... No, I'm... You know I'm interested. So I got... That you know shit. I, yeah. I, you know I'm going to be interested in that. Is disgusting. 100%. Of course it is. The, that, the head coach, he needs to be under a prison somewhere. What? It's got something to do with children being molested. No, no. Look, if you if you just come out and assume that three quarters of everyone you would come in contact with in daily life is a criminal, you're almost to the point where you can be happy and functioning in society. This guy's a criminal, a narcissist, a sociopath. I mean, he. The only people that aren't dirty are the work. three people talking on this show. Well, I didn't want to toot my own horn, but yeah, toot toot. I mean, right we're all getting you. ready to hang up and go talk to broads. They're dirty too. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm just telling you, this is our time. It's not me time. It's our time. <sighs> yeah. Down here, down here, it's. <laughs> on that note, I want to remind everyone: Hardbody Hopper is still doing his video shoutouts, life and relationship advice. All you have to do is email Hopper to Chris Hopper sixteen Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Tell them what you want in your video. Be specific and detailed. And then after you email them, make sure you PayPal them 20 bucks to CC30388CC at Yahoo.com. If you want props, you're going to have to up it. 20 won't cut it. You have Send to him pay some for the lube props at least too. so he doesn't get chafed. Yeah, really. Yeah. And you can't it ask hurts. him to do anything uncatholic like, okay? I mean, some yeah. of y'all. So no want abortions, the man Harper. <laughs> Some of y'all want the man to film himself cranking off himself. Come on, why grow? What? <laughs> yeah, people what are nuts. In the hell? I know it's insane, but anyway, Chris Hopper sixteen Wildcat with a K at gmail dot com, and then PayPal is cc three zero three eight eight cc at yahoo dot com. Um, Hopper, I'm sorry, Doc. Anything else before we get out of here on your joyous return of the show tonight? It's been joyous. It's been filled with joy. It's been joy juice everywhere spilling joy out. Of juice. Filling it, spilling out of full swollen cheeks. Oh. Um, it, it's great to be back. I'm looking forward to it. Now I will be out in two weeks. Um, <laughs> so don't get too attached to me. I've got to take a week off to go handle some other business. But I have a cleared BTT absence. My mom called in and I have an excused absence. Oh, and then wow. I'll be truly be back in the saddle for the long haul. 
checking in each and every week to ex- just really tell everybody and update everybody on how the Dallas Cowboys are doing. Um, really just punching myself in the junk because the Texas Rangers have fallen out of contention. And, yeah, what uh, the fuck, dude? It's bad. We lost 14 to 1 tonight to the Astros already. Ah. Uh, it's just awful. Um, and really getting ready for the uh, Super Bowl party. I'm trying to go ahead and set the menu for the Super Bowl party when the Cowboys are kicking that ass. This dude lost his mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, on that note, um, yeah, it, it's good to know you've got so much faith in a quarterback who does nothing but fail at the top level. He's a leader of men, Mike. Yeah, yeah right. he leads his team right out the fucking playoffs every year. Got yeah, that right. Jesus. Well, maybe if we could have a hurricane hit Dallas, then we could get the league to get behind us like y'all did. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, Harper, I don't think you got anything else, so uh-uh. why don't you do us the honors, hit the tagline, and let's roll. Book it, biatch.